something I need you to know about me is I love food. Anybody else in here love food? We just have, I'll take the Chick-fil-A gift cards if you want to offer it to me. Um, I love food and I've always loved food, okay? So I have, uh, or I had a granny um, who was from Mississippi and she made everything from scratch. She made um, macaroni and cheese from scratch. Not from the box, like the Kraft macaroni and cheese, but like straight up scratch macaroni and cheese, delicious. Um, She made spaghetti, but she would put sugar in it. Anybody? Have you ever done this before? It's a weird thing. Hi. Um, and then there's this one thing, and please don't judge me, okay? Um, has, does anyone know what parquet butter is? Yes? Okay. It's this um, butter in a squeeze bottle, okay? Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. It's like I can't believe it's not butter type of thing. Um, so my granny would make me butter sandwiches, So it's just straight parquet butter and white bread together, and I would eat it with nothing in between. You're welcome for that. Judge me all you want, but it was delicious, okay? So um, I grew up in this family. Everything was made from scratch. My dad cooks constantly. And then whenever I came to Abilene and I got a house of my own, I learned how much I love cooking. But really, I love food. And I love being able to like have people in my home cook the food. How many of you love a good steak? Yeah? Or some amazing pasta? Mandy's mom was talking about this pasta. You're welcome. Tonight, and I was like, can you please stop? Because I just want it really bad. Like, delicious pasta. Mexican food? Yeah? I'm just stirring it up. All the things that I'm not (laughs) able to eat right now, I love. But the thing that I realized um, a few months ago, because the Lord in His kindness um, wanted to do something, was I realized that there was something going wrong in my life. And what I realized was you could actually see it on the outside. And I just hadn't been paying attention. What you could see on the outside was that I was overweight and that there was a problem going on. I had a relationship with food and that relationship with food was unhealthy. And the Lord started to talk to me about what does it look like for you to like not eat the things that you're eating? Why do you eat them? So some of you like food a lot. Some of you don't. It may not make sense. But here's the deal. Each one of us has that thing in our life that we think about. Like when you wake up in the morning, you either like check your phone or you think about, what am I going to have for breakfast? Or you think, oh, crud, I didn't do my homework for the next day. Or, oh, dang, I have a test. (laughs) Or you think about the drama that you had at school the day before and how are you going to like steer away from it whenever you get to school. And the thing is, is that each one of us have this thing, if not more than one thing, that we're constantly thinking about and spending our time on. And in essence, we're worshiping that thing. Worship, if you don't know, we just did some worship and it was awesome. But I think a lot of times we think about worship as something that happens in the church building. And the reality is, is that we as people were created to worship. 
We were created to respond to our creator God or to Father God like you guys talked about last week. But the problem is, is that most of us, because we're not paying attention, we're responding not to Father God or Creator God, but we're responding to our phones, to food, to our friends, to Instagram. All of those things we're paying attention to in worshiping. A definition of worship, if you would like to know how I'm going to define it tonight, is love expressed towards God as our response to his grace to us. We were created to worship. I need you to know that. The foundation of who we are was created to worship. And there's no one better to look at in the scripture than these people that still exist today. And their name are the Israelites. Anybody know who they are? Yes, raise your hand, say yes, whatever. Awesome. So backstory of the Israelites. They were hanging out in Egypt as slaves, right? And Moses comes along. He actually helps get them out of Egypt. And God's like, hey, Moses, get my people out of Egypt, and I'm going to take them to the promised land, right? Everyone knows that. So the Israelites were destined to end up in the promised land. The problem was is that along the way for 40 years, they got dissatisfied, and they realized that, we'd rather be back in slavery over here hanging out or we'd rather be back in the promised land than doing this desert thing because God you said promised land you didn't say desert and the thing is is that when they actually got to the promised land something happened so if you have your bible have your phone have a tablet something like that look up second kings 17 Before I jump into that, I need to take a step back so you understand how we connect with the Israelites. Because I think a lot of times we read the Old Testament, we're like, oh, there's this group of people, right? And they did this thing, and okay, we read about it, great, it's in the Bible. But the thing is, is that each one of us has something inside of us that's exactly like the Israelites. And that thing is our heart. So whenever we think of a heart, we normally think of this right? Or we think of this, the anatomically correct heart with the aortic valves and all of those things. Everyone know this? Yes, we need to have a science lesson. But I would like to challenge you tonight that just like the Israelites who have a heart, our heart looks really like this. Star Trek? No. Uh, Our heart looks like the USS Enterprise. And the USS Enterprise has this dock where all of the command station happens, right? So what I need you to notice is that there's different people in each command station, but then there's one man that's sitting in the captain's seat. I would like to put in front of you that tonight our heart is not this cute little shaped thing that we put in a letter to someone that we like, or it's not the thing that we study about in anatomy and physiology. It's actually like the USS Enterprise. And there's an actual place with a throne where something resides. And like the Israelites, 
For them, there was something that resided there. And for us tonight, what God is asking us is what is actually sitting on the throne of your heart? So, 2 Kings, thank God for the Bible. 2 Kings 17.7, it says, And this occurred because the people of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and had feared other gods and walked in the customs of nations whom the Lord drove out before the people. And in the customs that the king of Israel had practiced, the people of Israel did secretly against the Lord their God things that were not right. They built for themselves high places in all their towns, from watchtowers to fortified cities, and they set every high hill under every green tree. And there they made offerings on the high places, as the nations did, whom they... Uh, whom the Lord carried away before them. And they did wicked things, provoking the Lord to anger. And they served idols, of which the Lord had said to them, you shall not do this. Yet the Lord warned Israel and Judah by every prophet and every seer, saying, turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes in accordance with all the law that I commanded your fathers that I sent you by my servants, the prophets. But they wouldn't listen. But were stubborn as their fathers had been, who did not believe in the Lord their God. So that's like a lot of fancy words at one time. To break it down, the Israelites made it into the thing that they were hoping and longing for for over 40 years. They end up in the promised land, but then because they were dissatisfied with what they were seeing, they decided to do what they saw everyone else doing. They decided to worship other gods. They decided to make sacrifices. They decided to build buildings that didn't line up with what God had said. Has anyone ever read the Ten Commandments before? Exodus, yes. Okay, the first commandment. I don't think it's a mistake. The first commandment is, you shall have no other gods before me. Our hearts, you guys, were created to have one throne and one throne alone. And there's only one thing that can sit on that throne. The problem is, is that there's this thing that exists called idolatry. And we read about it in 2 Kings, we read about it in Exodus, and we think that it doesn't apply to us. But what I learned about myself when I was in college because of a series of events was that I was capable of actually putting something else on the throne of my heart. That thing at that time was a relationship. I thought at the end of it all that I was going to end up married, that this person was going to be the end-all, be-all of my life. And what the Lord had to do was remove all of that to show me that I cared more about the dream, the promised land, than I cared about God himself. And I had so valued what I had put on the throne of my heart as a person instead of God himself. I want to show you a clip because I think that there's someone that does this really well and it'll make a little bit more sense, okay? How many of you have seen Indiana Jones before? Yeah, Raiders of the Last Ark. Okay, so this scene is so well known and I want you to take a closer look at what just happened. What he was trying to do was get this idol that was sitting on the place that it needed to sit perfectly with the weight that it needed so that the stone wouldn't start rolling. And what he did was he took a bag that had sand, 
to try to replace it. And what ended up happening? It started to roll. Anybody been to Disney World before? Ridden the ride? It's kind of scary. Uh, the thing is, is that each one of us in this room have something. It could even be church, you guys, that we've put that we try to use like that sandbag to be able to replace the only thing that can actually bear the weight of what our heart is. Your boyfriend and girlfriend can't bear the weight of God. The food that you run to for comfort, like I used to do, cannot bear the weight of God. Your family and the security that comes with you having a perfectly put together family can't bear the weight that only God can bear in the throne of your heart. But so often we keep trying time and time again to put something there. And a lot of times we don't even realize that it's happening. So tonight, my question to you is what tonight is sitting on the throne of your heart? Because on Sunday, it could be God. We come into this place and we've chosen, God, yes, you're worthy of my worship. I love you so much. And then Monday comes around and I get that text message from that friend and I'm just devastated. And what do I do? My brain replays over and over again. Does she love me? Does she care? Is she actually my friend? And what do I start to worship? I start to worship worry. Instead of allowing God to have his rightful place on the throne of my heart, worry starts to take over. And then what happens? I become anxious. Every bit of my emotions, my feelings, my heart start to respond and react out of a place of brokenness. And everything starts to truly crumble because I've not put the right thing in its place. And what I want to say to you tonight is I've been following Jesus for many years. I went to a Christian school my entire life. I'm a pastor and I can tell you, standing here right now, that I struggle with idolatry. I have to, every day, wake up and make a decision that I will follow Jesus and that he will be the only thing that's the throne on my heart, throne of my heart. Not my friends, not my fiance, not my parents, not the wedding I'm planning, not my future career, not the retreat that I'm going to be at this weekend. Not talking in front of you guys. But God himself is the only thing. But every day, I have to acknowledge that I am broken. That I need Jesus. That I cannot do this alone. It says his grace is sufficient and his power is made perfect in weakness. And in that place, we get to choose to respond this Christian walk is not something that's a stroll in the park where you chose to follow Jesus when you were a little kid and then ever since then, Jesus is on the throne of your heart and that's it. It is a choice day by day by day to live, love, and look like Jesus, to put him on the throne of our hearts. And if we don't recognize and wake up to the fact that we each were created to worship and we are susceptible to put anything on the throne of our heart that is not God, then we haven't seen clearly why Jesus came. He came for you and for me so that he could bear the weight because he so loves you and loves your heart. Band, will you come up?
We're going to continue in a little bit to worship. And it looks like sometimes that we can get into the song and it's wonderful and amazing. And some of you might be saying in here like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm totally fine. I love Jesus. The reality is, is that we have to understand that all sin and fall short of the glory of God and all are created to worship something. And that something is God himself. And he's the only one that can bear the weight. Not your parents, not this church, not your life group, but God himself. When your problems come up and something doesn't go the way you want it to, like the Israelites who ran for the idols and me running to food, you have something that you run to. Is it today, God? Would you choose to put him on the throne of your heart today? Don't think that you've already just done it. You've already gone through the motions. He's there. Cool. Choose it. Be intentional to look at him and spend time with him and value him. Because I want to challenge you in this, BSM North. You are leading others in worship yourself. Whatever you worship, people see, and they choose to worship it as well. It could be your phone. It could be your friends. Or it could be Jesus, King of the world. Tonight, what sits on the throne of your heart?